world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard, fear no evil. Get yours today, only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Diane and the crew are back on the road this week in front of a live and excited audience on the Parker campus in Highland Park, New Jersey, in the US. Join 180 million monthly subscribers who can now listen to Parents Are Hard To Raise on Spotify. So, what do you say, folks? Let me hear you shout so loud, I'll hear you in London. Welcome to Parents Are Hard to Raise, helping families grow older together without losing their minds. I'm elder care expert Diane Berardi, and we are at the Parker Organization, and I just want to say I'm so excited to be here. There's very few places that I visit that stand out, and I happen to uh, walk into Parker in uh, Monroe Township a few months ago, and um, unannounced, and I just, I walked in and I asked if I could have a tour, and Cindy Marazzo came out and she told me all about Parker, we took a tour, and this is a place that shines. And I said to her, she told me about all the locations you have, and I said, I want to see more. And so here we are. And we're going to be talking to Natalie McCaro, who's the director of the Adult Day Program. Welcome, Natalie. Thank you. So tell us about what you do at Parker every day. <laughs> As the director of the Adult Day Program, I have the privilege and the honor of supporting seniors that live in the community by offering programs that are both medically and socially based to support seniors living at home with opportunities to connect to their peers, to participate in engaging activities, all while receiving some much needed health monitoring, Great. Um, yeah. connection to therapy services, and also just to have a good, fun day. Oh, that's great. That's what's important. Um, how did uh, the adult day start? Was it social, medical, or...? Yes, so you had the opportunity to tour Monroe. Yes. And Parker has been known for a very long time, since uh, 1907, for providing quality residential services. And in the late 2000s, we recognized that most seniors do want to live at home. Yes. That would be my wish. That would be your wish. And we thought to ourselves, how can we package what we do best by offering it to seniors living in the community on a daily basis? So that was the introduction to a day program format. And because we do residential care well, we started with a medical model okay. program. And that started in 2008. And we quickly learned through that program how much seniors craved, needed, yeah. and even thrived in our environments, not only from the health support, but... Like I mentioned earlier, that connection to their peers and to other people. Right. And so we also recognize a little later that there are some seniors who are just socially isolated 
and might not necessarily need all the health monitoring that we offer. So then we later opened a social modeled program in 2010. So we could meet the needs of both types of individuals. So um, for our audience who doesn't uh, know the difference, I guess medical is, is it for people who need medication throughout the day or the medical daycare part? It can be. So, you know, medical <coughs> programs, like by definition, often support seniors who may have a cognitive okay. illness that they're managing, uh, mostly Alzheimer's disease or another form of dementia, where structure is so important and also safety and security. The other piece is we support in the medical program individuals who may have a, a functional limitation, people who may have recently had a stroke. Okay. and their mobility is affected, right. but they still have and need those opportunities. And then the social model is designed really, it's just activity-based for individuals right. who, again, socially isolated, could go to their local senior center, but really want more. They want more structure. Right. They want the opportunity to not only have those activities, but also have access to some of the amenities that are here on our campus. For example, therapy in the fitness center. Right, right. And um, how do people get to your daycare? So we do provide transportation. Okay, that's um, great. As long as individuals live within our service area. And we do provide that in the morning and the afternoon. Okay. We have some families who we've gotten creative with our transportation. For those individuals who don't live within our service area, we're able to play, uh, pick those individuals up at their children's place of work. Oh, wow, that's work, perfect. If their work is located in our area, we get very creative and we want to not deny somebody because of right. lack of access to transportation. Right, yeah. And you provide, um, I, I was in the uh, daycare and uh, there was so much hustle and bustle, the, I guess a hot lunch for yeah. people. Uh, I saw artwork <laughs> that people did, so you provide different activities exactly. for people. So, you know, in just a little bit that I've shared, you know, we focused on some of that, that socialization and the medical piece, but the, the programs do go for the duration of the day. So we offer our programs, for example, from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. to meet the needs of a working caregiver. Right. So, of course, we provide a, a continental breakfast, a, a hot, nutritious uh, lunch and snacks, all with the hopefully, um, the expectation that the individuals will not only enjoy the meal, but they'll enjoy the social aspects of a right. meal, eating with other individuals. We connect people throughout the day with other participants who have similar abilities and interests. We introduce, make those connections. Yeah. And what we get to see as those who work the programs is relationships develop. Right. You know, our participants really looking out for one another. Yeah. Um, and they even come in, into us in groups and make uh, recommendations, give us feedback, um, are involved in the activity planning because we really want at the end of the day not only for their health needs to be met, but for them to go home and be excited about coming again. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, do people come five days a week or? It really depends. Uh, the majority of people, I would say, in the, in the medical program become three to five days. Okay. Because they're managing some chronic illnesses at home, yeah. there is a little bit of a necessity there. Um, and it's also based on affordability and the schedule of the caregiver. But we are very fortunate. We're in Middlesex County. We have access to many grants that are available to individuals 60 years and older. So we're able to connect our participants to those grants as well as offer some funding through other sources to make our program affordable. That's perfect. There's so many people who would benefit from 
an adult day center um, that you see. Uh, one of the biggest things is someone sitting home and they're all alone, you know, and they're not eating. And then going to an adult day center. And if you see someone even three, five days a week, sometimes you, uh, the staff or other people notice something might be wrong, you know, with Mary, where maybe she lives alone and no one would ever notice. That's so true. you watch out for each other. Exactly. The other nice thing you see is oftentimes, you know, as, as any of us, when we join something new, we might be a little apprehensive. So some individuals yes. will join maybe two days a week. Their families see the benefit they're receiving, that they have more energy when they get home. They're enthusiastic about the program, and then they start adding more days because they see the value. You, you, when you said the word benefit, it made me think that we often say in the day program that when we enroll one person, we really enroll two. For the participant that comes, those benefits, we can see those. But for the family, yeah. being a caregiver is very taxing. Yes. Um, a lot of support is needed. We do provide support groups, one in the afternoon and one in the evening, on a monthly basis to meet the needs of both our working caregivers and some of those that may not drive at night. But in addition to that, because support groups are not the right format for everyone, we have uh, quarterly family engagement programs where we invite all our families to come in and experience some of the activities of the day program with their loved ones so that we can highlight the strengths that their loved one still has. That's great. Yeah, and, that's wonderful. And also give them the support in an indirect way. Uh, we also reach out to our families um, on a regular basis to give them updates, but also to check in to see how things are going at home. As you mentioned, there are many times we only see individuals three days a week. Yeah. And as a professional caregiver, we often wonder, well, what goes on the other four days? Right, exactly. And so we're able to really partner with the families and, and show them that we're in this together. There's no judgment. The work that they, they're doing at home is not always easy, and we hope that they feel comfortable enough to use us as a resource. It's wonderful. I mean, I, I just love... I just love seeing the excitement in the people that attend. How, how many people do you have in the uh, day program on a daily basis, would you say? Um, so we, with the, the medical and the social programs, they are not together. They okay. are, we do not, as we would say, uh, commingle the right. groups. You know, they have their own structure. So to, combined, we see 60 seniors a day. Wow, that's fantastic. Yes, it is fantastic. And what's nice is that you know, we continually get more calls and interest, and it just shows that the program is so valuable and that they're hearing about it from other participants. And local physicians are also hearing it from their patients. And so, therefore, we're getting a lot, lot of calls. Oh, I'm sure you are. And if someone calls and, uh, you know, wants to bring someone, um, can they come and try it out for the day or the social program, for instance? Exactly. So we often say to families, you know, you know your loved one best. Right. You're welcome to come in and tour the program with your loved one. But we also recognize that some people want to see it first. Yeah. And so we, you know, we will do that either way. And then we do invite them to come in and try a day. Uh, that way, the senior still feels like they have control over their own decision. Yeah. You know, and it's come in, see if you feel comfortable, if you like it. The other part for uh, a senior is a lot of them come in with the fear that, is this one step closer to the nursing home? Yeah. Is my family pulling the wool over my eyes? Is this something that 
they're not communicating right. directly to me. And I think once they come in, and to your point, they see the energy and the enthusiasm, and they take part in activities, and they meet people, and they go home. Right. Yeah. They're willing to come to back. To come back, and they know, yeah, yeah it's safe. It's safe. <laughs> it's a safe exactly. place, and it's a safe. I'm going home. Yeah. And yes. you brought a special guest with you. I did. Yes, um, Leonard. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. And you've been attending the day program. Yes, for almost three years now. Ah, it's fantastic. How um, how did you come about to come to Parker? I came uh, a result of a referral from a rehab center because okay. I had recently had surgery. Okay. And I needed care at home, and there was no one at home to care for me during the day. Right. But it required. Uh, uh, the simplest task to be to be performed by me, but I needed the help to to do certain sure. things, to do almost everything. Yeah. And the alternative, not the alternative, the one step would next step would be normally into a nursing home. Right. And uh, upon evaluation by my doctor and a social worker at the rehab center, I was referred to Parker, and I've never regretted the referral. I can tell. We, we were talking uh, before the show. Um, when you came, when you first came, were you skeptical? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's, it's different, It's right? It's something it, new. This is not a profile of, I'm not a profile of everyone who comes to Parker. The, par the man you see today is not the man that I was three years ago. Sure. When I weighed 100 and 140 some odd pounds. And my hands were shaking, and uh, I was apprehensive about everything. Yeah. I thought that this was the beginning of the end. I didn't know that there could be a facility whereby you could go into it and spend the day and come home refreshed and feel that you, you, you might be getting better, that what was told to you at an initial interview, right. well, was it true or not? And I, I, I listened, and I came in with an open mind and an open heart. Oh, that's great. The receipt of the services at Parker that were the detailed to me at the initial interview, they were followed through by the staff. And it was the staff that convinced me that this was something needed, and I could still remain at home, be picked up in the morning, and come back in the afternoon. It's wonderful, and we're going to continue talking with Leonard at Parker. But first, if you're a woman or there's a woman in your life, there's something you absolutely need to know. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse, and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only 5 feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her 6 foot 4 250-pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless-looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing. 
which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000 pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. Were you ever young? You're listening to Parents Are Hard To Raise. Now, thanks to you, the number one elder care talk show on planet Earth. Listen to this and other episodes on demand using the iHeartRadio app. iPhone users can listen on Apple Podcasts and Android users on Google Podcasts. Want a great new way to listen to the show? Have an Amazon Echo or Dot? Just say, Alexa, play Parents Are Hard To Raise podcast. Getting the latest episode of Parents Are Hard To Raise. Here it is from iHeartRadio. It's as simple as that. You're right, Dolly. There are so many really cool new ways to listen to our show. It's hard to keep track. You can join the 180 million listeners on Spotify. You can listen in your car, at the gym, or pretty much anywhere on your smartphone with Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. You can get us on Apple TV, DirecTV, Roku. And like Dolly said, you can even ask Alexa to play the show for you. It's great because you don't have to be tied to a radio anymore. You can listen when you want, where you want, for as long as you want. And if you're listening to the show in one of these new ways, please do me a big favor. Share this new technology. Help someone else learn about the show and show them a new way to listen. Leonard, we were talking about um, when you first came to Parker and you were telling me that um, what people told you coming into Parker is exactly what you've been experiencing here. Mm-hmm. And I hear you're like the president of <laughs> the Parker Dental Daycare <laughs> Center. <laughs> I'm a former social worker, uh-huh. having had 30 plus years experience at the top end and at the bottom end, but not at the receiving end sure. of a program. And when I came in to, to, to Parker, I heard from the director, and I had a feeling that something would, there was something there for me. Yeah. The for me was that I wouldn't have to be lonely during the day when everyone was gone, and I'm looking at the four walls and uh, talking to the dog. Yeah. Uh, there was an ex- acceptance by staff, which was seemed to be heartfelt the moment I walked in the door. Yeah. And that same feeling is there today, three years later. What I like, one of the things I like most about the, the Parker, Parker uh, facility is that there's the opportunity for the recipients to participate in the day-to-day decisions. 
You can express yourself as to whether you like them or you don't like them. That's whether wonderful. Whether you like the menu or you don't like the menu, or you don't like the uh, the, the person sitting next to you, or you don't. <laughs> now, and you know that you're not confined forever. That's right. That you're there to the day you die. Yeah. Your medical recommendations from your doctor is available and on record at Parker so that if you have a disability or a diagnosis Parker knows about it the day you walk in if you have a dietary need whether it's kosher or anything else right. it can be met your family is invited to participate in your care and at some point, if you're dissatisfied with your care, you can present it to the administration or you can tell your loved one. And when, when that loved one comes here yeah. to us, it'll be listened to because the program is directed by the people who attend. And to have that facility available where you, as Natalie said, 60 people are there every day. Yeah. There's 60 different requirements that they're meeting. Right. It's almost impossible to adhere to 60 needs, but it is being done as much as humanly possible. And it's being tweaked each day to meet that person's needs. I'm a representative of it. You are. And I speak for those who are there each day. I look forward each day to coming because I realize that I'm not just a number. Yeah. I'm an individual that has needs and the direction that I'm going in has lengthened my life. I'm not saying it's because I'm on your program now. Right. I preach this each and every day. I want other people to give it a try. There is something for you. It was for me. And this is needed that there's hope after a certain age. Yes. And it's not just elderly people. I've met younger people who are below 65, 55, 45. Wow. Yeah. Who come and they're very they are very apprehensive as to what's being offered at Parker. Sure. But once there, they're absorbed into a bonding effect, which brings them in contact with people such as myself and right. other people who are just like myself. I'm not the exception to the rule because seldom in life can you pick your associates who you're going to be in contact with each and every day. Right. Normally you pick friends from other friends or from your mother or your father. Right. When you come to Parker, our recipients come from all walks of life. Some have masters and PhDs, some have no degrees, some have an understanding of life and some have no understanding of life. Right. You can't the only way you could get that cross section you'd have to go to a movie. That's or right. read a book. Yeah, you're right. But sitting next to you will always be someone who has a life story to tell you and will explain to you what your expectations are. And the ex expectations come with bonding to an institution. That's right. We need this type of interaction for, for people who hit a certain age and are restricted for any one of a number of reasons, right. either medically or socially. 
But more importantly, the socialization that takes place between two human bodies is essential for recovery. You're right. It's not just the medicine and the pills you take out of a bottle. Right. You need to talk to someone. That's right. The talking to someone makes the difference in your day. It makes a difference in your life. I find that there's not enough information out there about Parker programs or similar programs that might have another name. You're right. But what's needed is that a loved one can be rehabilitated at home in loving hands of blood relatives and still come out of the home and be safe and secure. And your loved ones, they have to, they, they will adjust to their loved one being happy. Yes. <laughs> and it's a happy home away from home. Ah, that's right. That's great. You've touched Parker, and Parker's touched you. Yes, indeed. Still does. I mean, yeah. You can. I can see that in you. Mm -hmm. I can feel it. Mm -hmm. And that was the feeling I got the first time I walked into a Parker um, organization. I mean, you, you just you. It feels right. Mm -hmm. And I look at you, and um, you were saying, you know, three years ago. You're, you're a different person, different person today. Yes, yes, yes. And the different person then was the result of years of hard work and sure. meeting, trying to meet every single challenge. Yes. Some I met, some I failed at. But I didn't feel when I came into the, the door of Parker that everything would, would fail in front of me. I said to myself, give it a chance. I say this to the other recipients such as myself, and they come sometimes for a day or two, or a week, or six months. You've got to give yourself a chance. Right. You haven't had, your relatives haven't had this experience. Right. Your relatives have, might have gone to an institution with four brick walls, That's which right. was cold and somewhat inhuman. When you get to Parker, it's an experience where there's a heartfelt appreciation of you as an individual, not just from by staff members, but by your co-recipients. I'm one of those co-recipients, and I feel it's important to me and to you if you're a co-recipient, I'll share with you what my experience have been, and you take it for what it's worth. And if you want to talk to me further, I'm available to you. I'm I'm not a staff member. No, and that's wonderful. I'm just like you are. I've I'm sure Natalie, you've seen a a, a tremendous change. From I women. have. <laughs> yes. And I think you can see just in hearing Leonard that he's a a special guy. Yes, he is. He's not only uh, someone who has taken advantage of all the benefits of the program, but he is definitely an advocate for the other people, and he's a cheerleader of sorts uh, for many oh, of yes. us. Um, <laughs> but three years ago when he came, he did describe it, uh, I'd say pretty accurately, that he was home, mm -hmm. uh, isolated. Mm -hmm. His children are at work, and mm -hmm. he needed something that he felt worthwhile to do, um, and he gave it a chance. And I remember touring him and talking about all his possibilities here at Parker, and he embraced every single one of them. Mm -hmm. And so he says, co-recipient, he is a co-recipient, he's a friend to many, um, but he isn't, like he mentioned earlier, the profile always. Right. You know, he was open, mm -hmm. and we appreciate him for that. Leonard, uh, it's been a pleasure. 
Natalie, it's been a pleasure. Um, the Parker Organization, your website? Uh, parkerlife.org. And we're in New Jersey. We have You have several locations we in New do. Jersey. The day programs are located in both Highland Park and Monroe, New Jersey. And our residential services are not only in Highland Park, Monroe, also Piscataway, New Brunswick, and Somerset, New Jersey. Well, you're doing a, a fantastic job. I love being here. And I'm here with Lori Peters, the manager for Parker at Home Adult Day. Um, this is a phenomenal program. Tell us all about it. This is a great program. As Natalie had mentioned earlier, they had found a need to go out into the community, so they packaged their adult day program. And currently, we're in four senior community apartments, and we offer a cognitive, a physical, and a social program wow. for seniors in order for them to maintain their independence and stay in their homes as long as possible right. by offering a four-hour program and we also offer them a hot lunch. So you bring the day program to them. Right That's to fantastic. Them. It's wonderful. How did that, um, you know, how did you arrive at that concept? It's, it's fantastic. Well, they found um, that they had were unable to reach some of the people locally, some of the seniors locally. They right. weren't able to come here for um, various reasons. They were isolated. They were not either able to use the bus or they were unable to ride the bus. Some of them, they just didn't have the money. Uh, they could not afford the adult day program. Right. And when they come to, when I come to them, it's a little bit different. They don't have to leave. Right. They're able to just come down to the community room, which they love. Yeah. They absolutely love that. Um, the cost to them is only $3 a day. Oh, my gosh. So that's only an average of $12. Right. Um, some of them were socially isolated. Yeah. Um, they, they were afraid to meet new people. Sure. It was a little bit easier for them there yeah. because they knew some of their neighbors. Right. They may not have known all their neighbors, but they were willing to come down with maybe one, and then slowly they've met other people, and now it's just like a family. Yeah, and it, for some people, it's probably a little easier to make that first step, come downstairs. It was. You know, or be in the same building than to maybe travel outside. And now they're our best advocate, because now they'll be the spokesperson for Parker at Home. Oh, sure. And they'll go to others and say, you have to come down, you have to try it. And they'll get people to come down, and now it's just grown tremendously through the years. We may have started out with 40 participants, and now we're up to like 70, 75. Oh, my gosh. That's so fantastic. It's, it's absolutely wonderful. I've had to put a weight on some of the buildings because, you know, it's just only so many you can handle in one building. Right. But it's turned out good. And um, different activities? You, you we do a very activities. We do cooking programs. We do art. We do crafts. We do cognitive games. We do exercise. This, there's no limit. No, and you bring and a hot lunch and a hot lunch. <laughs> All for three dollars. Can I come? Yes. <laughs> that has to be great. I bet the time flies for people. It, it flies. It seems to be their favorite day. Whatever day I go to, they yeah. always say Wednesday's my favorite day. Thursday's my favorite day. It's something that they really look forward to. Yeah, I would imagine something that they say. I can't wait for next week. What are we doing? I give them a little sheet. Sometimes they get homework. Oh, Sometimes we put on a play, and they, they like that because then they, they get to practice with yeah. their friends, so they stay after. And the socialization, I think, is very good, yeah. too, because they'll meet with um, friends. And I notice afterwards, once I leave, 
they still they'll stay behind they'll yeah. play games they'll play cards that's great on the weekends maybe they'll go out and they'll have lunch or they'll go to the movies and they'll even check in on each other i notice yeah they'll have a little group support group together they'll take phone numbers and if they notice somebody's not out doing their right. walk um they'll call them and I know one time one lady wasn't out, one of the residents in the building, she wasn't out taking her walk, and she knocked on the door, and nobody, the office wasn't around, and unfortunately, she had fallen. Oh, my gosh. And I think if she wasn't checked on, right. the, the outcome may have been different. So that was really wonderful. Oh, my gosh, they yeah. They form a bond, and it's, maybe a bond that wouldn't have happened it's if you didn't have that program. It's, a, it's wonderful. It is fantastic. It's really good. And Danielle Woodruff, you're the communications manager for Parker, and please tell us about the With It movement. Sure. Um, so at Parker, uh, one of our goals is we make aging part of life, and you really saw that in Leonard's interview. Yes, we did. Right. So <laughs> along with that, we want we launched a completely separate movement from Parker called We're We're Leading It. Of course, we are with it. Um, with the With It movement is really inspired by us, but we want other organizations to join us in this movement. And really, what it is is loving yourself at every age, whether you're 40 or you're 80 or you're 90, and you're doing amazing things like climbing a mountain, or you could you could be confined, um, you know, you you could be not as mobile, but you're doing amazing things and you're loving yourself at every stage of life. Um, and so we've launched wearewithit.org. Uh, we have, we're on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and um, LinkedIn. And um, we're sharing stories about people who are aging and, and, and loving every stage, just like Leonard. It's fantastic. I love it. So we really, um, it's a response to ageism in our society. It's yeah. really there, but it's the last ism people think about. You know, uh, it's in the things people say, like, I can't believe she's still doing that at 90 right. years old, or he's so cute. Um, and even um, I'm 63 years young. That's really um, putting down the aging process. It's also a lot of people my age, I see, uh, you know, there's a hundredth day of school and people dress their kids up like a hundred year old. That really is a form of ageism, but people don't think about it right. until they're made aware. So this is a positive way of looking at ages uh, of aging. And um, we found that there's really disparities in um, different age groups and how they look at aging. Yeah. Parker does a, an annual survey each year, uh, the annual survey on aging in America. And we found that there's a huge discrepancy between how millennials and Gen Xers look at aging compared to people, baby boomers and silent generation. Right. So we're saying, okay, how can we bridge that gap? And what do, what do the older generations know that the younger ones don't? And the way we're doing that is by celebrating aging and, and highlighting all these wonderful stories of people who are doing great things at every stage of aging. It's fantastic because society fears aging. It's true. You see it. Yep. You see it in commercials. You see it in yeah. Hallmark cards. Um, and it's really nothing to fear. We're, we're, we're all aging. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Natalie, thank you so much for being here and telling our listeners about Parker. And I understand it's your birthday, so happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you for the birthday wishes, and thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you. Thank Leonard. Thank Lori. Um, I had a fantastic time. Parker is a great organization. And I, you know, our show is about um, helping children of aging parents, let, letting them know what's out there, letting them know what's good out there, what might not be so good, what to look for, and you guys are doing a fantastic job. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Parents are hard to raise family. I love getting your emails and questions, so please keep sending them. You can reach me at Diane at parentsarehardtoraise.org or just click the green button on our homepage. 
Parents Are Hard to Raise is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. Our New York producer is Joshua Green. Our broadcast engineer is Well Gambino. And from our London studios, the melodic voice of our announcer, Miss Dolly D. We love our parents, but parents are hard to raise. Thank you so much for listening. Till next time, may you forget everything you don't want to remember. And remember everything you don't want to forget. See you again next week. Thank you, Parker. You've been wonderful.